Hello aspirants, you are here to the aspirant voice. The convalescent plasma therapy, which is included into the guidelines for COVID treatment by the ICMR, and also it is dropped from the recommended treatment guidelines for COVID-19. So first of all, let's understand what is the reason and what is the science behind convalescent plasma therapy, and uh, why did they introduce and why did they drop it? Because there are some benefits and also the risk as well. Let's discuss all about it. Patients who have recovered from a disease have permanent antibodies generated by the immune system floating in their blood plasma. So the liquid component of blood is called plasma. To turn that into a drug, the plasma is harvested, tested for safety, and purified to isolate those productive antibodies. When injected into a new patient, the plasma-derived therapy provides massive immunity until the patient's immune system can generate its own antibodies. Here, the process to infuse plasma in a patient can be completed very quickly. It only requires standard blood collection practices and extraction of plasma. If whole blood is donated, that is up to 350 to 450 ml, a blood fractionation process is used to separate the plasma. Otherwise, a special machine called aphericesis machine can be used to extract the plasma directly from the donor. While blood is indeed extracted from the donor, the aphericesis machine separates and extracts the plasma using a plasma kit and the remaining blood components are returned into the donor's body. The World Health Organization had given guidelines regarding plasma therapy. The World Health Organization in its 2014 mandate guidelines a donor's permission before extraction plasma is necessary and plasma from only recovered patients must be taken and donation must be done from people not infected with HIV, Hepatitis, Syphilis or any infectious disease. If whole blood is collected, the plasma is separated by sedimentation and centrifugation, then injected into the patient. If plasma needs to be collected again from the person, it must be done after 12 weeks, that is uh, th 4 months, uh, sorry, 3 months of the first donation for males and uh, 4 months for females. Let's understand the chances of success in case of COVID-19 treatment. The treatment has been successful in other diseases outbreaks. As the disease develops, the body has already begun developing antibodies against the virus. Infusing convalescent plasma is essentially like topping with more antibodies, hoping that increased amount of antibodies will dampen the disease progression. Antibodies in the plasma bind to the virus and prevent them from entering the cells. But by the time it is given, many cells have already been infected, hence Convalescent plasma therapy might not prove effective against the COVID-19 treatment. But the benefits is COVID-19 convalescent sera can be used for the either prophylaxis of infection or treatment of disease. In prophylactic mode, the benefit of the convalescent serum administration is that it can prevent infection and subsequent disease in those who are at high risk for disease, such as vulnerable individuals with underlying medical conditions, healthcare providers, and those with exposure to confirmed cases of COVID-19 and it is used in therapeutically. So convalescent serum would be administered to those with clinical disease in an effort to reduce their symptoms and mortality. The previous guidelines recommended off-label use of plasma therapy at the stage of early moderate disease that is within 7 days of the onset of symptoms and if there is an availability of a high titer donor plasma. Decision to remove it from the guidelines comes out in the backdrop of some clinicians and scientists writing to the principal scientific advisor K. Vijayaraghavan cautioning against the irrational and non-scientific use of convalescent plasma for COVID-19 in the country. So that could lead to a risk. 
risk of passive administration of convalescent serum fall into two categories known and theoretical known risks are associated with transfer of blood substances and which include inadvertent infection with another infectious disease agent and reactions to serum constituents including immunological reactions such as serum sickness and theoretical risk involves the phenomenon of antibody dependent enhancement of infection and it can occur in several viral diseases and involves an enhancement of disease in the presence of certain antibodies and another theoretical risk is that antibody administration to those exposed to SARS-CoV-2 may prevent disease in a manner that attenuates the immune response leaving such individuals vulnerable to the subsequent reinfections. So the convalescent plasma therapy can be done in India but it is important to control the risk of infection during transfusion and the patient's act acceptance is always required. India has facilities for removing the 500 ml of plasma from a donor using apheresis for this experimental therapy to be tried out, the Drug Controller General of India will first have to grant blood banks approval for removal of plasma from recovered COVID-19 patients. However, treatment could be effective for patients in the age group of 40 to 60, but may be less effective for the people aged beyond 60 years. This is all about the convalescent plasma therapy, uh, the reason behind the introduction, introducing them into the guidelines and why they have taken out from the guidelines. I hope you like this episode. If you do like this episode, please share it to your friends and also the notes related to this topic will be provided in my blog. And the link to the blog will be given in the description.